Hey guys, and welcome to the Coffee and Turner Syndrome podcast. My name is Brooke, and let's hop into today's episode. I want to tell you a story. It starts with a family of five finding out they were going to become a family of six. The mom and dad already had three boys and were anticipating the energy of having a fourth when they found out the baby was a girl. After the ultrasound showed them the baby was a girl, they were sent back out to the waiting room to wait to speak to the doctor. The mom was getting nervous. She knew it wasn't normal. Something had to be wrong. They met with the doctor and were told that fluid was sitting inside the baby's chest cavity and the back of her neck. After more testing, they told them the baby's vital organs like her heart and lungs would not be able to develop. And if she did not die before the mom delivered her, she would come out alive but unable to breathe. Or if the baby could breathe, the baby would not be able to talk. The baby would not be able to walk. The baby would not be able to feed or do anything for herself. The baby was given a less than 1% chance of even living. That baby was me. Obviously talk just fine. I walk just fine. And let's just say I don't have a problem being able to eat. Up to the 26th week, doctors were urging my parents to terminate the pregnancy, saying I was never going to survive. One doctor my mom saw even went as far as saying that he was surprised they even found a heartbeat every time she went in. Obviously, I'm okay now. Everything worked out. In the 26th week, there was one last ultrasound before they were going to terminate the pregnancy. And miraculously, when they went to that ultrasound, all of the fluid from my chest cavity was gone, and half of the fluid that was in the back of my neck had disappeared. After that, they immediately said, we're not going through with it, we're gonna wait this out and just see what happens. My mom was really nervous, she knew what it would do to her if she did have to deliver me stillborn, and at that point they were saying, if you don't terminate now, we can't prevent you having to deliver a dead baby later on. She would get so nervous if she hadn't helped me move in a little bit that she would go out to the living room and lay on her stomach on the couch to make me uncomfortable so I would move and she would know I was even still alive. So I guess the next question would be, I'm alive, but do I have any complications? And I am happy to report, no I do not. I could have a ton of different health issues from it. Um, there's a lot of different complications that could have happened with my heart, my lungs, my kidneys, all of that kind of thing. I could have been so worse off than I am. I have gotten checkups throughout time just to make sure everything is still okay and everything always has been for me. E title called my testimony and that's it I am a Christian I do believe in God I do believe in Jesus Christ and his teachings and I believe he was the son of God and died on the cross for me um, I'm not wearing it right now but I normally have a cross that I wear all the time that was my grandmother's that I cherish very much Science has never been able to explain why things turned around the way they did for me. I had a less than 1% chance of even living. 
every time my mom went to a doctor's appointment and I still was alive and had a heartbeat, they were shocked. And were saying, don't expect it next time. And yet here I am. And science can't explain it. They wrote medical journals about me and my mom, urging other doctors not to jump straight to recommending termination. Basically saying that Stranger Things has happened, wait it out a bit before you say that. Um, of course, we're not named in it, we're fetus and mother or something like that. But you get the gist. It was shocking to them. There's nothing that could have explained it. They said that they had never seen a case so severe reverse itself that way before. And they had seen a lot. The way things ended up were not normal. It was not the natural way things should have gone. But that's the way it went. My great aunt and uncle were missionaries and they were a part of the missionary prayer chain for it. And so as soon as they heard about us and the possibility of me not making it. I was put on the prayer chain with their prayer chain. I was put on the prayer chain at our church and everybody in my family was praying. There was a lot of prayer going up for me to make it. And not only did God deliver that, but he delivered me from almost every complication health-wise that could have happened. I am healthy. And that's only because of him. I've had a lot of my friends who are atheists argue, well, I don't know, I can't explain it. Not even science could explain it. Isn't that my point? There was some other explanation for why things turned around. Don't you think science would have gotten it? And, and even if they wouldn't have, even if it was just a fluke, doesn't it make you question, maybe there are other possibilities and explanations? Because I know what the Bible tells me. I know what God can do and I know His love for me. And that's all the explanation necessary. If I didn't have God, I would have no clue what happened. I do know. He saved me. He wanted me here for a reason. I'm not sure I know what that reason is, but there's a reason, and I can't deny that. I don't know that I could ever deny God existing or being good, because that would take away my whole explanation for why I'm here. Proof. And it is proof for me. And He wanted me here. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Coffee and Turner Syndrome. Make sure you're subscribed so you see when the next one comes out. And I will see you guys in the next episode.